0: The volume. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get no sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SHANNON. New customers can get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SHANNON. The crown is yours.
1: Bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com/slash promos for deposit, wagering, and eligibility restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Pee Wee Championship game, a trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's out
1: there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
0: Number zero, wizard legend, hibachi man himself, Gilbert Arenas. Please, please make sure y'all hit that like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. We're now at 1,119,000 subs. Thank you so much for helping us get to that number. Uh, Ocho had a, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he's doing the the Breakfast Club tomorrow. And so we were able to contact Gil. Gil said, absolutely, I'll fill in. So, Gil, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to fill in for Chad. Thank you. Thank you so much so we can keep it going. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for help selling out Shea by LaPortier, but we're back in stock. Uh, We're doing back orders. We got to fill those back orders, but we're going to have enough. So if you were to order right now, you'll get your order filled within seven to 10 days. It's not going to be like they're starting filling or filling orders that were placed in December. So we're going to have a quicker turnaround than what we have now because we got bottles in. And so we're going to really, really be back up in stock probably the middle of this month, the first of next month. And so anytime you order, you'll get in somewhere between two to three, uh, three to five business days. Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, Also, do us a favor. Hit that like button and subscribe to Gills Arena, his YouTube channel. He has a show that airs live every Monday through Thursday, 1130 a.m. Pacific time. That's Gills Arena channel on YouTube. His show airs Monday through Thursday live at 11:30 a.m. Pacific time. And <coughs> excuse me, please make sure you go subscribe to his personal page. His personal page is called No Chill Gil. Let's help Gil get those subs up because uh, you know he's doing an outstanding job talking about basketball. We're gonna get him caught up to speed talking a little football <laughs> over the next over the, over the next several years. And so you know what, when Ocho takes off. Gale will step right in there because he'll know what cover two. He'll cover four, six kick, China's cloud, sky. He'll know all those coverages. And he's like, you know what, man? he got to throw that ball hot, man. He got to get rid of that ball. And uh, he didn't do that. So that's why he got hit in his mouth. So, 1st we're not going to waste any time. Let's get into it. Our first segment of the night is a news cap. Woo! And boy, is it a <coughs> doozy. Man. I don't know what they got going on in Boston, but it's something good. They opened up the tea party on the Warriors. (laughs) The Celtics beat the Warriors by 52. The Celtics become the first team in NBA history to win at least three games by 50-plus points in a a calendar season. Let that sink in for a second. In one season, they've already beaten three teams by at least 50 points. The Warriors have won 13 of their last 16 games, 11 straight, and that comes with no Kristoffer Zingas. 13 of 16, and no Prozingas. And, you know, hey, the Warriors had been playing well. The Warriors had been playing extremely well. The Celtics won by 52, and the game was over at half. If I'm not mistaken, I think the game was, what, 82 to 38 (laughs) at the half? Uh I've never seen a score like that, Gil. I mean, I've seen teams get to, I remember, I think, the Phoenix Suns scored 103 or 105 and a half. So I've seen teams get to, like, the 80s and get to a 90s, like I said, I remember the Phoenix Suns scored over 100 at the half, but I've never seen a score this lopsided at the half. What, 44 points? Yeah, 44 points at a half, 82 to 38, and it was you know they're playing without Porzingis, and as I mentioned, the Warriors were playing extremely well. So, what did you take away from this ball game? What did you take away from what Boston did and how well they played, and what did you see from Golden State? Uh, It. it it showed exactly why it's hard to guard people in today's game. Right, there's so much offense on the court that when you try to let someone shoot, like today, they went into the game letting Jalen Brown shoot the ball. Yeah, right. The the guy who makes two hundred and fifty something million dollars, he's the guy three hundred. Yeah, three hundred and four. She let we gonna let we gonna let Mister three hundred shoot those shots, and he had nineteen points. The score was 19 to 21. He had 19 points in the first quarter, which they finished 44-22 Yikes. Like they got outscored What it was 21-21 and they got it. scored outscored 28-3 to and then they finished they finished the quarter 44-22. It just shows you how much scoring power is in the game now. It is, and it's tough, like you said, but here's the thing. When you let a professional, I mean, just think about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You're letting a professional do something uninhibited. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's not the best receiver, so we're not going to guard him. That's basically what you're saying. (laughs) Well, he's not their their best shooter, so we're not going to guard him. So you're going to, I mean, a guy within, there's nobody within six feet of him. So he's basically, this is a walkthrough for him. This is a shoot-around practice for him. He's going to knock that more times than not give a guy of that caliber. You make it seem like you, 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 you leaving to get the, the 12th guy on the bench open. He's a starter. He's an all-star and you're going to show you going to basically. And he said, you know, he's uh, uh Steve Kirk said our strategy. That was our strategy going into the game with the sag off someone. Okay. Jalen Brown said, Oh, I hope other teams use that strategy. <laughs> That's disrespectful that a man of his caliber that you say, you know what? We're not going to even guard you. It's embarrassing. I remember uh, when I used to play and, you know, we had Jared Jeffries, you know, on the court and they had double off him and I'll pass it and he wouldn't shoot the ball. And, you know, when you get frustrated, you you say some things you don't supposed to say. And, you know, I yelled at him, shoot the effing ball. Like, yo, you you are an NBA player. And you letting them come off you to come double me. Oh, come on, man. You got to take some pride. I don't give a shit if you kick the ball in the stand at this point. You better do something because it's just disrespectful. You are an NBA player and they doubling off you. Ain't no right. way you're going to go leave me as an NBA player to go double another NBA player. I'm going to feel disrespected. Right. Yeah. And that's how everybody should take this. Ben Simmons, ain't no way you're going to sit at the free throw line on me. Right. I'm going to run, jump. I'm, hey, you, gonna, I'm, you better take a charge for the free throw line because I'm coming. Right and and I I don't think enough players take pride into shooting, right? Yes, the fact that you can just leave your man to go, we are gonna sag off him like he ain't that dude, right? And I'm glad Jalen Brown. All right, I got you. Going you gonna sag? He gonna yeah, this 19 He'll make you t- pay. Yeah, he got he's got he's got to make him pay. I think the thing is, uh, uh, Gil, the biggest problem with. Say Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. It's not that Ben Simmons can't shoot. He's afraid to shoot. And see, if you're afraid to do something, I can't teach you how to do it. Yeah. You see, if I'm af- if you're afraid of the water, I can't teach you how to swim. If you're afraid of animals, you can't be a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid of blood, how do you become a doctor? Yeah. Ben, I don't know how Ben Simmons, because he was so great at everything else that, oh, and see, I fought every coach he's had because they kicked it down the road. His middle school coaches, they kicked it out say said, when he gets to high school, they'll teach him how to shoot. Mm-hmm. And when he and AAU, when he gets to college, they'll teach him how to shoot. And when they got him, be like, hell, we only got him a year. Hell, they're going to have him for 10, 15 years in the NBA. Let them. So everybody kicked the can down the road. And here we are. We got an NBA player that, that was an all-star, that was a rookie of the year, that was an all-defensive player, who was a, a, a budget and defensive player of the year. And he can't shoot no better than I can. And I hadn't shot a basketball in thirty years nah, whoa, whoa. because he's afraid Gil. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I've watched him three summers on. Uh, he can shoot the ball like I, he can shoot the ball like the mechanics is good uh feet the uh, his feet placement is good, especially for a left-handed guy. um he doesn't have that uh what'll we'll go to the side shot like that. yeah um i I think it's his his depth perception, I think it's off. Because you know, in a smaller gym, so that happened. That happened. I don't know if that's a, a football thing, but in the NBA, yeah, some players are excellent shooters in small gyms. When you put them in an arena, for some reason, they can't gauge that that basket no more, right? Right. So when they get into the game, it's too far for them, so they don't know how to gauge. Which I tell I tell guys, yo, as much as you practice in the the gym, the practice gym, you need to go into the arena too. Right, You can you can see how, how large and feel the space because that's a real thing. And I think that's actually his problem. Because yeah. when it comes to shooting, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, the boy can shoot the ball. Like, he can shoot the ball. But when in the game, I'm like, what's going on here? I think, I think some of the things that, well, considering that, because, like, <laughs> outdoors, everything is outdoors, so the space is the same outdoors. And maybe it's a little different in the dome, Sometimes you can lose the ball up in the lights. And especially at night, the ball gets, you know, and so that's why we did a lot of walkthroughs. If we played a night game, we always did a walkthrough the night before the game or, or at some point in time. So to get our eyes used to light, looking up in the light and catching it because it's different. Same thing with the sun. Sometimes you get a glare. But at night, it's a little different because there's lights that's lighting up the stadium. Okay. And so you have to be able to adjust to the ball. And plus, it's dark. It's yeah. You know, just like anything, it's, it gets up on you. So, you, you, you know, your vision has to be really, you have to be really focused to play at night because the ball is still the same size. They don't inflate the ball. The ball doesn't <laughs> get, get bigger so you can <laughs> see it at night. And so you have to, like, hone in. I really tried to pick the ball up coming out of the quarterback's hand. Now, that wasn't always the case because sometimes I had defenders in, t- uh, in front of me. And a lot of times the ball was coming over my shoulder. So I had to track it and, and look it in. Okay. But I just think the thing is, Gil, with him, is that maybe he, he, and I've seen him in open runs too, and he's shooting the ball. But something happened, maybe a stage fright. And, you know, some people get on the stage and they're like, and maybe that's what it is with him because at six ten, and he could and he could do everything. He could handle the ball. He could defend. He had decent post up game. Not great, but I mean, when you're six ten, it shouldn't be that hard to post <laughs> up, especially guys that you're going to be posting up because most of them are going to be smaller than you. Yep. But he he lost it somewhere. But the Golden State, they got issues because really they are a are, are, are two. You know, I look at Kaminga. Kaminga's really coming into his own and Steph is Steph. So we don't need to have, offer an explanation for Steph. He had one of those games and he hadn't had, you know, guys don't have, like him, yeah. don't have guys to have games like that often. Kaminga, I love his game. But when you look at it, what are we really talking about? Draymond is not the offensive threat. Looney plays limited minutes. Moody still is searching. They're still looking for him to find his game. Um, What's the young guy? P- 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 I forget his name. But anyway, but what are we really talking about? I mean, they make it seem like, oh, if they get their stride, they're not going to get their stride. They are what they are. Yeah. They got one superstar, and that's Steph. Uh, Moody's looking for his game like Yo chat looking for Ocho. He ain't coming. <laughs> he ain't coming, y'all. <laughs> it's it, you, this, this is what you're stuck with right here, right? The Golden State Warriors. The only reason we say they have a chance is because of Curry, right? That's it. Because That's Curry it. brings it out of us to always give them a shot. But for the most yes. part, Slay is not himself anymore. He got put to the bench. W- Wiggins don't know if he wants to be America or if he want to go back to Canada because for the most part, he's there half the season with whatever. He got some personal thing. He got something going Gil, yeah, we don't know what we got going on. He got some know. fans going on, maybe. Most likely, if it's if it has to do because this happened last year, maybe pops is is in trouble again. So you know, I uh, you know I do you know pray for you know uh, Wiggins. But before this even happened, he wasn't doing shit anyway. This right. So you know, for the most part, the team is done. Right? You don't, as we know it. Clay Clay can have a game here or there, and every time he has one of that game, oh here comes Clay. If he can summon this, if he can do this for the next 30 games. Hell, if he could, we wouldn't be asking him to do it for the next 30 games. Uh-huh. It would be a given. When do we ever, before, when would we ever question St- uh, uh Clay? We never questioned Clay because we know what he was. We know what he was going to give us. He was going to give us somewhere between 20 and 25. He was going to be 40 plus percent from the three-point line. And he wasn't going to be, we weren't going to be out there on a hope and a prayer that he has a great game. There's a reason why he got, he's a four-time mm-hmm. NBA champion he's an all-star and he's been relegated to the bench because of his inconsistent play. And so now you're going to ask him that when he gave you 30 or he gives you 35, man if he can just do the f he could, he wouldn't be on the bench. He wouldn't be coming off the bench, Gil. Now I I I think it shows, you know, just for just for just hoop fans out there. It shows how fast you can lose confidence in yourself. Cause yes. It's not like he does not shoot the same amount of shots or put in extra words same. It's the same routine, same thing. The mental has changed. He's questioned his ability, right? We don't know if it was a move, something happened on the floor, something happened in the media, something happened at. All, but he questioned his greatness, and you can see the reflection, and you can see that it hasn't came back. Same thing that happened to Russ. Russ went from average in a triple double, came here, got booed, and we never seen the same Russ again. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can and people it, so we lose it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it does, but I think the thing is, people are like, well, hey, you see how Russ is playing? Well, look. Russ is playing on a minimum contract. Mm-hmm. The numbers he's giving you on a minimum contract is fine, yeah. but when a guy's making forty plus million dollars, the numbers that he's giving you that wasn't acceptable. Yeah, I don't know why people don't understand that. It's not like and Russ, Russ what Russ is a top seventy-five player. He's an All-Star, two-time All-Star MVP. He's a, a league MVP. His resume is complete, mm-hmm. but let's not, but let's not kid ourselves. Because, and he was willing to accept the role in, in the, for the Clippers that he was never willing to accept for the Lakers. Hell, they tried it. They tried to get him to come off the bench, and he was unaccepting of that role. But I guess because he looked at it and says, the guys that you want me to come off the bench for aren't better than me that are starting. Facts. And so I guess he looked at it, but, and so I guess he's looking at it like, okay, James Harden is better. At this point in time, James Harden is better than I am. But I think Terrence Mann, Terrence Mann ain't better than, uh, is Terrence Mann? I mean, he gives you more. Mm-hmm. He can rebound. He could defend better than Russ. But Russ didn't give the Lakers what he gave. But maybe it's price. Maybe because we looked at, but well, he's making 40 plus million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So you expected him to give you 20, 10, and eight. But how is he gonna give you that? Because he's not gonna get those shots because LeBron and AD are first and second option. Now see, I think the problem with, when it came to Russ is this. You know, when he came here, right, he was expected to be the third option, right? Mm -hmm. Um, LeBron and AD was hurt for most of that year. He played 77 games. He was the only star out of the three that really played and held the the team up. And because of that, he got the backlash because we wasn't going to say that about LeBron or Anthony Davis because they were champions. So we said, all right, we're going to give it to you, Russ. Him getting, well, what if home, it kind of really was unfair to him. But what if he gave us, okay, He used to be, what if he gave us what he gave the Thunder? Give us 30 a night because you said he's the number one option. Mm -hmm. So there's no LeBron. There's no AD on most nights. Mm -hmm. How about he give us what he gave OKC? Now there's your opportunity to give us 28, 30 a night. Yeah, but that playbook is made. That playbook was made for him. This playbook is not made for him. Right. It, there's a lot of factors that factored in. And, okay. you know, so the following year, he's the only one that plays 77, played well, played well. And then he's come off the bench and he's like to who? Right. To who? Like, you, who you want me? To I call? think that's it's the hardest thing in the, in the locker room that I don't know about. But I'm not coming off the bench of these guys right here. Right. You know, so, yeah. you know, coming to the Clippers, it, it, it's not him or Terrence, man. It's him and James Harden. Right? You're right. He's like, all right. uh. With all of us out here, we're a little too small. We need more movement. Okay, okay, I, I do. I'll it. take the backseat, fellas. And he and he did it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, I don't know if if Ty Lue because of he of his accomplishments, it's hard. To, I mean, think about it. Now we're talking about a guy that's a top seventy-five. Yeah, we're talking about a guy that's an MVP, mm-hmm. an All-Star game, an All-NBA player, yeah, multiple times. Yeah, and you say, nah, bro, you are going to the bench. <laughs> he had to. And I think the thing is, he embraced the role. He accepted the role. Give him credit. I, I want to, I'll be the first because I did a good job of beating him up because I, I didn't think he played well. I thought he played okay. Everybody said eighteen seventy-seven, 7. But for, that's not, I don't think the Lakers would look, I thought they was, I think the Lakers thought they were going to get 20 plus. I think that's what they thought they were going to get. I don't know. I, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where I don't think they came into the season really knowing what they, I knew it was going to be a clash because him and Bron play the same style. Same. I knew it wouldn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gil, I yeah. said, Gil, I went on there and said, look, I, I'm sorry. You know, guys, y'all know how I feel about the Lakers, but this ain't going to work. Yeah. It ain't. Yeah, you can Both guys need the ball in their hands. Yeah. To be who they are, their absolute best, both guys need the ball in their hands. Yep. You're right. And you tell me the team that LeBron James been on, and he ain't got the ball in his hands 85%, 90% of the time. And, and then that's why I always say he's the point guard. You know, we, we can try to pretend that he's a small forward, no, he's a point guard. He always, yeah. the, the two guards with him is the two and the three. Yeah. On that road, right? So yeah, he, you know, he, Russell he, couldn't play traditional two, so it kind of messed his game up. Right. Because in order to play with LeBron, you're going to have to be able to shoot the ball because he's going to have the ball. So you making all the plays and doing what he did and let's just say in OKC, obviously, it was he and KD, but he was the playmaker. KD leads. he's he's outstanding. Mm-hmm. He takes his game to another level. Even with James Harden, he still found a way to, to average twenty five, like twenty five and seven. Yeah, it wasn't like it was like he was a slouch in there. And James needed the ball, and that was when James was going crazy. <laughs> that was that was James. That was James Harden at his absolute peak. Yeah, and then he goes to Washington and they average a triple double for a year or so. So for him, he, he I, 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 like I, I don't I don't really wear hats, but if I had one, I would take my hat off to it because it's not easy. To be as credentialed as he is and accepting of a role when you believe, and I believe Russ believed that he's a starter. Yeah, of course. But he says, you know what? This is what's best for the team. Yeah. And every a lot of a lot of Gil, lot, everybody can't do that. See, everybody, t- you notice know Gil, everybody like, I just want to win. Yeah, but I want to win my weight. I wanna win, but I wanna win my weight. Yes. That, <laughs> yeah. And so that's so. i That's a caveat. I ain't gonna tell you that, mm-hmm. man. I just want to be somewhere I can win. Yes, yeah, But I need to. Yeah. Go I, ahead. I think the difference between, it, like, where Russ is and where Clay is is. I think Clay is where Russ was last year or two years. Okay. With the Lakers, mm-hmm. if coming off the bench wasn't his idea. Right. This wasn't his idea. Oh, I need to come right. off the bench. This was the team's idea. So now right. he has to try to. Try to accept this role, right? Um, if I'm if I'm the coach, those last 15 games, I really need to sit back and think about the chess move here. And the chess move here is: Do I shut Curry down? Give him his 65 games, but for the most part, shut him down. Draymond shut down. Flay, Kaminga go. Because I need, if I'm gonna bring Clay back, I need Clay mentally focused, mentally prepared, and ready for next season. I ain't bringing it back at 24 million, Gil. Wait, What? Two year 24? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm saying no, not 24 a year. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, come on, come on. I already paid it. I already gave him 200 million. I know. I gave. I gave. I paid it for what he did. Now I got to pay him for what I believe he's gonna do. No, 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 that's not how it work. uh uh-uh. no. This ain't for all. No, no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you paying me <laughs> You paying me for what I did. That's how the NBA works. Ah, uh, damn. So, when I get when I get drafted, when I get drafted, the number 1 pick that's not what I'm doing. That's what I did. What I did from elementary, junior high, high school, college, that's what I was rewarded for. What I do yeah. the next four years, I'm going to get the next deal. So my contract right here is I got a championship den. I 20, so I got it hurt a couple times. So $48 million is cool. I think we get confused sometimes. It ain't about what I'm going to do, God damn. Because whatever I do moving forward, my contract is going to reflect that. <laughs> Well, I should have played? I should I should have played basketball because <laughs> that damn show sure ain't hard working football. Football saying, "Look here, we already paid you. We paid you for those Pro Bowls, the All Pros, the Super Bowls." Now, what do I think you can give me over the next two to three years yeah. that's going to ju- justify the compensation that you're seeking? Eh.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
3: Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo.
0: But back to the, the Celtics. The Celtics have won their last five games by an average of 30.2 points a game. And we talked about last last week uh, on first take. And I said the Celtics are in a, in a class by of their own. And Stephen and Perknaut, bit. I'll quickly say, man, you need to watch more games. (laughs) Well, I don't know what TV you got, (laughs) but I want to know who you think like right now, the way they're playing. I'm talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Now when it gets to the playoffs, all bets are off, but the question was right now. And they are. They're the only team right now playing like, uh, like an NBA champion. Yes, I mean, from, you know, how Denver looked last year, that's how, that's how Boston looks right now. They never looked like that last dominated. night against the Lakers, though. Huh? They never looked like that last night against the Lakers, especially yeah. the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. So Boston's been playing very, very, very consistent, very dominant, right? They have they've been dominating teams. Yeah. So they're already in championship stride, right? Uh, yeah. The rest of the field needs to catch up. Um, so behind them will probably be Denver, you know, because yeah, the champs, and they know when to turn it on and turn it off. Um, and then from there, to be honest, it's a roll of dice. It's, it's roll of dice. And, and Gil, that's why I say the Lakers, and look, I don't, I don't still, I, I haven't seen anything from the Lakers that convinced me they can beat Denver in a seven-game series. But everybody else in the West, the Lakers can beat a seven-game series. No, no, and that's what I'm saying, in a seven-game series, yes, the West is open, the, the, like you as a laker fan we don't want denver no we do not want denver. no no hell, nah, nah, hell nah. <laughs> no not hell no no we got we got to look and see okay denver there in the third spot right now so it- I, I actually, I don't want to be in the sixth spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Nah. Let somebody else deal with them. We want to get Denver in the same place we got them last in Western Conference final. And hopefully right. something happened before we get to them. Um, right. Other than that, it's all placing, right? Um, yes. Everyone's beatable in the West um, besides Denver. You know, when when the way they offense runs, the way they click as a unit, you know. And clutch time, bro. They're unbelievable, and, and, man. And they know what they're doing. And how many times Jokic, with the clock running down, going to hit a shot, he's shooting it from back here. How many times is he going to do that? We saw that three or four times last year in the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. But he. Gil, you got to explain to me. Look, this is what we know. And and maybe there's some a little correlation, a little carryover between football, uh, NBA and, M- and NFL. If you give a quarterback mm-hmm. a steady diet of anything, he'll eat it up. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay, you say, you know what? I'm going to throw him a curveball. I'm going to start ruining on Jokic. Your mm-hmm. But you're going to do that damn near the whole game, and you don't think that man going to figure it out? He's going to get down to that block. He's going to walk him back, mm-hmm. and then he's he going to pump fake, and then he going up and under either left or right you 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 know what makes you know what makes Jokic good and because one he's a team he's a team guy right. yes so the fact that he's a team guy his first instinct is to pass yes now, because he is a dominant big down low with the post moves he can be selfish too so if he if he wanted to score 50 there's no one really going to stop him no. No one's gonna stop him from scoring 50. So when we're looking at his stats, and he he is really playing games with everybody. And that's the thing that because he is smart enough to understand, I'm gonna throw some passes here, I'm gonna do a little bit of scoring here, it's really hard to figure out which mode he is. You're gonna really have to go to analytics to see what time he tries to score, when he likes to pass. Other than that, if you're just playing him naturally. You're, you're just, you're just, he's just a puppet master with you. He's just sitting there, just sitting here doing this. He's, he's, you Pinocchio and he's the, 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 the doc at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what he's doing with everybody. I, I think, and, and, and look, incre- I didn't expect Michael Porter, the first guy to t- attempt at least 10 shots, shoot 100%. Attempt at least five threes, shoot 100% shoot free throws, and shoot 100%. He's the first guy in NBA history to have that stat line. (laughs) uh, That's impressive. That's very impressive. Uh, The most impressive thing from uh, Michael Porter Jr., he had four assists. (laughs) He passed the ball. He had four assists? Yes. No, what? He passed the— That's one man that, you know, once it touched his hands, it was going up. So when I looked at the stat line, I said four assists. Oh, man, he was on fire. He was on fire, and, uh, and and the thing was is that when the Lakers had a run, was going in the first, he kept them close yeah. because he was just coming down, letting them threes go. Where the Lakers could have probably built a, a, a 15, 20-point lead, every time they got double digits, he boomed, is back to eight. They get up to 14, boom, 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 and now he hit five quick points, and now it's back down to a nine-point game. Mm-hmm. So he kept them attached, and then in the third, he picked right up where he left off in the first half. Now, Yoke gets it going. Now he says, okay, now it's time for me to assert myself. And then in the fourth, you get Murray. Now they go to the two-man game. Now they're about to pick and roll you. Now Murray's finna drag, pull you. He finna go and come pop, pop, pop. bop. bop, bop, bop. Yep. And now all of a sudden, here come Yoke doing all this, and he goes, he lobs it to Gordon. And then Gordon hits a three. <laughs> and then Murray, then uh, uh, Porter hits another three. And it's that they execute so well, because down the, down the stretch, they, there is nothing that they can't get because of Yoke. You come with the double team, he sees it, he's going to kick the open guy. Now it's just a matter if they knock it down or not. Now Murray says, okay, Yoke, you and I go to the pick and roll. The dribble handoff, you know, uh, he, uh he Yoke roll to the basket or Murray keeps it, goes all the way to the basket, Yoke can pop. I mean, so, you're kind of at their mercy. It's just like, man, I sure hope they're off tonight and they're missing shots. Because if they're not, with the way he's playing and the way he can pass the ball and see the floor, what you gonna do? You know, when, when you're talking about the last four or five minutes with them, and that's where the Lakers lost it. They lost it in the last Yes. Because they're playing team basketball in the last three minutes, right? They're picking the best. Ba- we know what the Lakers gonna do. LeBron's gonna come. he's gonna set a pick and roll, try to get the ISO, maybe look at his hand a couple times, hit the Michael Jackson glove, and then he's gonna shoot the three or try to move off that. Now... LeBron himself has to play perfect. You have to make yes, lead, yes, seventy percent of your shots in the last five minutes. Well, when it comes to Denver, Jokic can go one for one, but have five assists. Correct in that last five minutes. Murray can be four for five. Um, um, you got, you got three offensive rebounds and some putbacks. So when it comes to the last five minutes, they're all playing together. And doing what they do best, crashing the boards, diving, slashing, popping, rolling, posting up, getting to the free throw line. And it's, it's really beautiful basketball. I'm not even going to lie. When it comes to, you have to think Calvin Booth. Like, he was on my team. We used to talk basketball. We used to talk strategy. And when you look at the lineup, it is how he thought the game. He thought the game from this same aspect, and you can see it play out very well. Right. It's just uh, and the guys, they guys played very played very, very well. Uh, they needed a little bit more from AD. AD only had 17 points. He missed some easy, he missed some easy ones last night, but I can't even beat AD up because AD's been playing unbelievable. I just did like Darwin Ham's rotation last night. Uh, I don't know why you benched D lo has He had a little off shooting night. So now you're gonna send him to the bench. Yeah. Damn, I mean, what about all the all the nights that he'd been averaging like 20, 25? And so now he has one, he had a little stretch. He goes like five minutes He doesn't hit any threes. He had a couple lip out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, come on, bro. But this is the problem. You put him on the bench for who? Cam. Exactly. He the 19 minutes, three shots? Come on, I, I I might as well put D'Lo in. But Right. And, and it was like he was stopping Murray. Yeah. So I can I can leave you in. I can take D'Lo out mm-hmm. if you're going to neutralize Murray. But if Murray is getting whatever he wants, hell, I can put D'Lo in because D'Lo is going to at least go give me something on the opposite end. And, that, and that's all that when I'm playing Denver, that's all I'm thinking. See, I think they get wrapped up into we have to stop them. Well, the problem with this is this is not an individual stop. This is team defense. So that means Correct. Cam, Prince. They have no they have no skin in this part of the game, right? So Denver's thinking offense. Right. You have to think matching it. Because who's a great defensive player on, on Denver? No one ever talks about their defense. They're, they're, I mean, KCP <laughs> uh is is there really their guy? And Braun, the guy out of Kansas. <laughs> but they play. Yeah, but they don't have. Joke is not a shot blocker. He's a deflector. Yep. He's going to use his hands. He's going to kick a lot of balls. He's mm-hmm. going to get his hand and deflect some balls. But other than that, they don't have guys that can guard. They don't have yep. perimeter defenders like a like a PG in his prime or like a Kawhi. Mm-hmm. They don't have those type of guys, LeBron, Kobe, guys that can sit, sit in a the chair. They, they, don't have, they don't have guys like that. And, but, mm-hmm. but they got guys that say, you know what? We'll take our offensive guys. Mm-hmm. Yoke, Murray, uh, Porter Jr. We'll take our big three. And although we might give up something as far as lateral quickness, Mm -hmm. we're going to punish you on the offensive end. So you better not miss. Yeah, and that's the thing. They're going offense, which they know, well, you're going to go defense, so you're going to take away half your points anyway. Right. And that's the thing I've been trying to preach to some of these guys, like, the, the, those days of having that offensive, that defensive guy in that can't score is really a liability. Right. Look at look at what the Golden State tried. They tried to sag and sit back on three hundred fifty million. What the hell you think they're gonna do to Prince and what's the name? They're gonna. GM. They're not gonna respect them. So the fact that they tried it with Jalen Brown, you need to put offense in to tax to tax these butts out here. Yeah. Uh, Perkins demands that the Lakers build a statue for LeBron. I mean, get ready to start scooping the statue for LeBron outside crypto.com arena. That's what, okay, 40,000 points done in a Lakers uniform, passing a when he passed him up in a Lakers uniform, winning an NBA championship in a Lakers uniform. What else can I say about the man? Uh, LeBron also admits that the Lakers, the Nuggets have their number, and uh, are the so I'm gonna ask you, do you believe the Nuggets are the First of all, let's get to what Perk said. Do you believe the Lakers will build a statue for LeBron? If his career stopped right now, hell no, no. He don't have enough. He don't have enough accolades in the Laker uniform, right? This ain't this. He needs another title. Yeah, the title you need years. He's only played six years. the The closest the closest statue we have with that was with Shaq. Shaq, eight years, was that four rings? No, three rings, three years, 13,000 points. That's the bottom. That's our worst. That's the worst when it comes to real accolades with the with that statue. So, you know, everybody else, 13, 14-something years. Right. You know, so it's going to be hard to put him in there with six years, 8,000 points, one championship. I mean, six, six all-stars five all NBA because we ain't finished this season. That's not good. That's not good enough for a statue in Los Angeles. Right. Uh, are the Nuggets just, the most what, dangerous uh, team? They, they, can just, they can just put his shoes. They can just start with the shoes out there. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can just start with the bronze out there. Are the Nuggets the most dangerous team in the West? If not, who is? Yes. Uh, the most... They, the, ooh. the most... They, mm. Okay, that's tricky. The most dangerous team is the Clippers because they got they got one, two, three, four Hall of Famers, uh, four guys who can average or who can score 30 at any moment. They are the most dangerous team. Uh, You're talking about the Clippers. The Clippers are the most, I'm sorry, the, the, the Clippers. They are the most dangerous team um, due to the fact that they have a lot of firepower. Not saying they can all fire their weapons at the same time, but they have the most firepower. Um, The most consistent team, the most reliable team is Denver. See, the thing that I think hurt the Clippers, Jokic would literally average 40, 20, and 15. Yeah. Because they got nobody to do anything with it. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about nothing. Plumlee, Zubox, he'll file them out. And so now the Nuggets already have confidence because they've traced this team down. Now, Minus Harden. They chased this team down from three mm-hmm. one, and Murray. I don't know what it is about the Clippers, but he and no Porter Junior. loved playing the Clippers yeah. because he said they passed on him. They flunked him because of that back, yeah. And he's been punishing them. and I believe he's better now than he was then when he started when he got hot. And we know what Murray did. I think the final game he dropped forty on them yeah. in that cl- in that game in that game seven, and so like I said with Yoke. And no, you gotta have somebody. Look, you're not gonna stop him, mm-hmm. but you damn sure better have somebody that's gonna give you 25. Yeah, yeah. You know, with them, man, it's 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 just you have to match the production. Just yeah, you know, at this point, like Zubac, like for for the Clippers to win this, Zubac has to be playing at a good level. Like I'm, Zubac has to average. 15 to 19 points in that series. You average 50. If Zubac can average 15 to 19 in that series, we know Jokic is going to have anywhere from 40 to 53 total points <laughs> all together. So if 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 Zubac can get around 30, Clippers got a really good chance. Yes. But if, if Zubac- and then you throw Plumlee in there. Yeah. If Plumlee, because here's the thing, what caused the Lakers? Lakers been getting crushed in the glass. The Nuggets wiped them. On the glass and for a team to have Anthony Davis and LeBron and some guys can rebound it, they've been getting out rebounded lately, yeah, and no rings, no rebounds, no rings. No, that's not that's because now you give teams second chance, you give teams another crack at the basket at you, and some a lot of times that might end up in a three. yeah so uh, uh you look at LeBron's accomplishments in the Lakers uniform, his 40,000 point game lost to the nuggets uh the statue unveiling game the 20 uh 224 game lost to the uh nuggets the game in which he passed Kareem lost to the thunder I was at that game actually I was supposed to be at that game uh uh Saturday night but uh I was in uh Jersey uh for Laportier doing some stuff and they lost to the sixers when uh LeBron passed Kobe um most of his points in this game so what you trying to so say, huh? what you trying to say huh? <laughs> Hey, we got hey, don't we got no more? We got no more accomplishments, to get Okay, all well, right. This year, I was gonna say oh, <laughs> the next accomplishment. I, I, I got to take the other team. Is what you trying to tell me? money yeah, on team? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna break that part late. Like. I mean, <laughs> I, there's an outside chance he can get to a, a, a eleven thousand assists. Uh, what do they got? Like twenty games to go? Yeah. What do you? And I think I don't know, he might not get it. I think he's about I think he's about 160 something. So he would literally have to average like eight and a half assists a game, which is probably, You never say what he can't do. Yeah, yeah. He, because he'll go on the streak and he'll average 10 assists a game. Yeah, and good, the fact that he knows that he's only, you know, a certain amount away. He's gonna yes. deep in time to get that. Yeah. Uh Gil, you had a hot take this weekend. You were trending. You blamed the European players uh for bad defense in the NBA. And it went viral. <laughs> Do you stand by your comments that the European players are the bl- are the blame for that? Because uh, Wimby says, uh, "Hey, Gil, let me holler at you right quick." Listen, listen, uh, listen. This is the problem. We came out of All Star Weekend talking about we need to fix defense, right? Yes. Yes. Right? We need to fix defense. There's something wrong with the defense. We need to put in hand checking. We need to do three seconds. We need to do all this. We need to, you know, shorten the three-point line, make the three-point line bigger. So I just threw in my own little thing. Hey, how about this? (laughs) Right? How about if you really want to go back to the old way of playing basketball, get rid of the people who expanded the offense. See, they don't want, they want to think about, oh, my God, he wants to get rid of you. Think about what the Euro did to the game. All the Euro centers, besides Rudy, all can shoot the three. Yeah, they're not dinosaurs down there, right? So all the Euro big men can shoot the three. All the Euro power fours can shoot the three. Threes, four. So the Euro expanded the game outside in offensively offensively right so if you wanted to go back to 80s basketball where you have a whole bunch of dudes that can't shoot the ball that could jump and jump and do this well then get rid of year old see they hear what i'm saying but they don't try to put no knowledge into it right But, but here's the thing though Gil. Guys, works. The guys are so specific now. It ain't like, first of all, ain't like no American-born player playing no defense either. Ain't nobody sitting in no damn chair because even Kawhi and PG don't play defense like they once did. Once Kawhi got a taste of that offensive scoring, because look at when when Kawhi scoring started going up here, that defense started coming down here. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) yeah. It's only been it's only been like three guys, Mm -hmm. three that that were wing what we consider wing Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. Because if you look at LeBron when he was in Miami and he was winning MVPs, he was first team all defense. Yes, he sir. took he took D. Rose, uh, go look back at LeBron. When he took D. Rose, mm-hmm. and D. Rose had won the MVP. Look at, look at LeBron when he took Tony Parker. Yep. And she locked him. Yeah. Like, I got, yeah, yeah. Got had him locked up, wouldn't let him out. So, Kobe, we know Kobe, nine-time all-defensive guys. Jordan, but we're talking about not only just guys, because there are a lot of guys that play defense, but they can't give you the scoring like those guys could. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm talking about. So, now, we look at American players. Ain't nobody playing. First of all, yeah, ain't nobody playing defense anymore because ain't nobody making no money. So, no, it ain't even the fact that nobody's playing defense. I think I think the problem is, and where I get frustrated is, give credit to the offense. Why can't we just give credit to something, right? Yes right we give credit to the offense the offense is just a lot better i'm just i'm telling you the Euros is shooting threes from the five man position right yes so yes. that is a better position in today's game right you got guys shooting from damn near half court when some of those players couldn't even shoot from the free throw line right true so yeah. when we talk about what the problem is there's none there's no problem what I don't care what you try to do. You wanna play put put no three seconds? What you think that's gonna do? More threes. Yeah. Well, who are you gonna who are you gonna sit in the lane with? Which which guy? The center? Huh? Bro, you have Anthony Davis sitting the three, you're gonna play zone, then it's all five men shooting threes. Like, there's no there's no thought process in some of the things. So I'm like, well, if you wanna just throw out this defensive thing, then say, all right, well. We can take away five-man shooting. We can take away all these six, 10, seven-foot shooters if you take away the Euros. But obviously, you don't want that to happen. So therefore, shut the, shut up.
2: Witness
1: the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot of your kids' Pee-Wee Championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
3: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
0: I think, Gil. Yeah, I think also because the game is more open, the players are more skilled. Because you got probably one through eight that can all shoot the ball. I'm not saying they. I'm not saying that Steph Curry. So don't. But for the most part, as you mentioned, with the exception of Rudy Gobert, mm-hmm. name a five that can't let a three go and shoot it with a level of consistency that no through that no. Five could ever shoot in the 80s and the 90s. Five. Even in the two, even in my era, 2000. That's right. That. So now you get guys that are more skilled, that are playing in more space. Mm-hmm. It's harder to defend them one-on-one. Yep. And when you bring the double, you guys kick into a guy that can shoot better than anybody could with the exception of maybe five guys in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s. Okay. So what do you expect to happen? If you can't stay in front of a guy, and I gotta send help, that guy going to be right wide open. Or he's, oh, guess what, Gil? He's at the dunker spot. And now when you come, I'd lump it up to him and he dunk the ball on your head. No, that's think. Or you come with the help and I throw the lob and then Anthony Davis boom or somebody booming it on you. Now think about, now think when we talk about Denver and Murray, right? When Murray does that pick and roll, right? It ain't no pick and roll. <laughs> it's a pick and pop with the five man. Right. So, but Andy Davis, you're going to switch out. You're going to hard show what you're going to do because he's going to turn the corner. And when he turns the corner and you stay pop to Jokic uh, to Jokic, who's protecting the rim? Nobody, nobody. And if you think about it, here come Gordon and and Lobs and Porter. Right. It's a it's just a different game. So if you want to take away, if you want to change it. And put more defense in, then you have to take away offense. And if you're going to take away offense, you got to take away the people who spread to the floor. You can't You can't take it away now? No. Because now guys don't care about dunking. Guys are shooting. And all the guys, if you look at the guys at AAU, you don't see no high-five. Guys are shooting the ball. Yeah. It, it used to be guys getting the ball down on the block, and they turn around, and they, you know. Now, hey, guys are spacing the floor. Everybody can shoot the ball. So I— The the cat's out the bag, Pandora's box been open. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Whatever analogy or phrase or cliche you want to use, this is where we are right now. You you know what the real, okay, so this is how the game looks. American basketball is ISO one-on-one. Yes. Right? The Euro is team movement. Spread the ball movement. So what happens is when the two meet and you put a great combo together, it is hard to stop the American player now. Because that American player got Euro players to pass it to. The Euro has athletic guys to throw the ball to, right? So it is a great combination now. So when when you think about Euros taking over the game, they're expanding it. Right. right. If you take Luca, if I say, all right, remove Luca, six nine point guard unicorn to to that position. Who's the second best Euro guard? Who's the best? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the who's the the top two Euro shooting guards? The threes, right? So they're still. There's still deficiency in that because those three positions, they're they're team style, right? So the American is the star of the one-on-one game, and you add team players with them, it makes for great great teams. So now if you're a smart general manager, you have to understand how to put your team together now. Like with Sungoon, Jalen, and over there, they have a nice little combo. Yes, they need some more team. They already have a one-on-one guy, right? You have Van Fleet. You get a couple more year olds on that team that can spread the fo- floor and play, or just a bunch of a, a couple more international players that can spread the floor and move around. They are going to be hard to, to to deal with. Victor, Victor Wembanyama Wemby made history, impressive feat over the Spurs last two games after dropping 31-12 and six assists, six blocks against the Pacers. Wemby became the first rookie in league history to record consecutive games of 25, 10 rebounds, five or more assists, five plus blocks. On Thursday, Wemby had 28 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists, and five blocks. Wemby Yama seemingly set some sort of history just about every night he steps on the court. Since February the 12th, he's averaging 24.6, alongside the jaw dropping almost six blocks a game, 5.7 blocks a game. I said that the rookie of the year was over. Mm-hmm. He would argue with me. I said, Do you see what this kid is doing? I mean, I'm, I'm no, seriously. Do you see what? First of all, <laughs> I don't think, look, if you came in, the, I don't think first, and they need to do away with this. Well, he didn't play, but he's getting valuable experience. It's like a guy going to college early. Uh-huh. It benefits, that I, it, it helps him. Yeah. Now, obviously, their rookie it's, it's a little different, what I'm saying him being do, going through spring drills, practice, and everything. He has an advantage yes. over a guy that doesn't get to come into the summer. Yeah. So even though Chet didn't play, like you said, Gil, him being in a meeting room, mm-hmm. him being on the sideline, him understanding what NBA life is about, mm-hmm. as opposed to Wimby, it's different. You can't tell me that didn't help. No, that helped 100% because you you were put into the the, the system. Strength training, eating, routines, learning how to sleep, learning when to go, you know, wake up, you know, you have an NBA routine, right? So mentally, mentally, you're not a rookie. physically you're not a rookie, right? You have established yourself in your room. He is a full-fledged rookie coming from another country, learning it. Day by day, right? Understanding the West Coast trip, going to the East Coast trip, he's learning that all in real time. You've already been through that, right? So this is really not a, a um, this is not a debatable conversation. Right. One you're only looking at because his team is good, right? It's not that he is playing like a rookie of the year. Right. His stats plus his team wins, right? What is he, the fourth option in that offense? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we know Shea is one for sure, and Jay Williams, James Williams is, is two. Yeah. So he's third at best. Third at best, right? He's third at best. So um, the rookie of the year is for sure Wimby. But I don't know if I'm the only uh, male out here. <laughs> Tall girls are starting to look very attractive now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, so you you try to go back to the drawing board to get you a seven eight guy? huh? Right. seven eight, eight? I listen. I I, I got one uh, six seven. I had, I'm not even gonna. Uh, I, I I was snip. I had the reversal. What? Oh no! They got Wimby's coming in the league. <laughs> I got to put my name on one of them. I got to put my <laughs> name on Sam. <seven>, Sam. Uh. <laughs> Well, I, I you better hey, i don't, I I don't know you better go find you a 6'4 woman. Oh no, for sure. No. For sure. Hey, I'm going to the big and tall store. I know I'm at the big and tall right. Hey, listen, uh, a WNBA, I'm looking for the old vets. Uh-huh, an old vets, you know, about 38 40, right there. 38. Oh, they need, hey, uh, you know how much they got paid? They need this child support. <laughs> 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 they need this child support. <laughs> So they willing to give in to the old gilly, right? I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> uh, hey I'm the, hey, the Wimby the Yummies in them chests that look like the future. I don't know get I don't know two two old model cars. They go get you a get you a spaceship. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> uh, my granddies just say, boy, two dead batteries won't give you a spark <laughs> now. What I've got, what I've got to be fine, Gil. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Tony Brothers hit DeJounte Murray with a technical foul after he was ignored, ignored him during a timeout. It looks like they called a timeout. DeJounte Murray went to sit on the bench. Tony Brothers went over to talk to him, and DeJounte Murray didn't pay him any attention, and he ignored it. tbt teed him up. You got any crazy story? What's the craziest take you ever got, Gil? Because this reminds me of the one that I forget what was the old guy name that gave Tim Duncan threw him out the game for laughing. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's Crawford. Yeah, Joy Crawford. Joy Crawford. Yeah, threw Timmy, threw Timmy D out of the game for laughing on the sideline. Yeah, uh, all the ones I got, I deserve. Right, I'm not even gonna lie. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I threw the headband at the ref once. Right, yeah. I, I got hit in the eye. threw the headband at him. Right, I regret that. I mean, because you know. Um, I-, I couldn't afford that 5000 at the time. <laughs> it was my rookie season. <laughs> I couldn't afford that 5000 at the time. Bro. Um, um, but for the most part, you know, I gave refs respect because I, I understood, you know, uh, it, it is difficult, right? Reffing in real time, trying to, to, to see everything, and our job is to, you know— So, you know, players like me, okay, you sitting here, you sitting here, you down there, there there's certain things that I can do that you can't see, right? Right. Like, I know you are looking here, he's looking there, so I can palm the ball knowing that nobody's actually looking at me directly. So sometimes when you see plays and someone's taking all these extra steps, for the most part, they're not looking at the feet. Right, they're not. They're not looking down at the feet. They're looking at the catches, body move. They're not actually looking in real time at 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 players' feet. So it's one of those things where players understand where these eyesights are. So you know when you're talking about pettiness, oh man, refs, oh man, I I, I don't like shit like this. Like I I like Tony Brothers because usually for the most part, he don't get emotional like this. Right. This was an emotional tech, and I'm sorry. He should be fine for that. Yeah, but it looked like, he. hey, you called me over to have me to explain something. I come over, I walk by, I walk over here to explain it to you. You ignore me once I got here. But it's going to be interesting. It would be interesting to see. I don't know if anybody questioned Tony uh, and asked him why did he give DeJounte a tech? Uh, did he say something? Um, what? caused first of all what caused him to go over there to carry on have that conversation Mm -hmm. and it looks like Murray didn't say anything. And if Murray didn't say anything, why would you tee him up? So it'd be interesting if if a pool reporter, if somebody asked why did he get a check? I don't know. I I, it hadn't come out yet. So I was just wondering just for just the you know it's it's one of those things where because there's this big old rivalry right now between players and and ref refs. You know you have to set an example. We know we know you do penalize the referees. We know you take them off certain games, they lose certain privileges. We know that. But we don't see it. Right? Right. Even if you don't fine Tony, say you did. Right. Uh, Tony's been fined 5000 for, you know, the the unnecessary technical against Murray. That right there lets us know they're being held accountable. Mm-hmm. If nothing happens and you do something behind the scenes, what do we? What, what, what do you think we thinking? Sometimes you sometimes doing something, relieve stress, right? That, mm-hmm. n- nothing happens to Tony Brothers his his manhood by saying, "Hey, I'm gonna fake like I'm gonna find you for the public," right? And I, I don't think the NBA do that enough, right? Because when players criticize the officials, they get fined quick. So if a guy, Tony, it got me. I mean, yeah. When they criticize them in public, they get fined. So, yeah. uh, The the crazy—I think the craziest penalty that I've ever got is that we were playing the Super Bowl and we called a play, and they called me for a holding after TD ran the ball down to the one-yard line. And to Mike Shanahan's credit, he told the official that wasn't a hold. He was so confident that that wasn't a hold, we called the exact same play. And I got we got the exact same result. And TD ran it back down to the one yard line <laughs> for five yards further back. Uh-huh. So he should aim me for getting five extra yards. But I mean, it was the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Bro, that could have called that could have cost us the game. And now how do I, I mean, and you know, in today's game, today's time, man, Sharp, you cost the Broncos a Super Bowl without that holding call. Yeah, you went to tell you know for the most part, Gil, I kind of escaped my career. I did what I did, went to the Pro Bowl, went all pro, won two bowls, didn't lose any of the games. And So for the most part, I'm pretty pretty good in that area. Mm -hmm. So fans can't really say, well, hey, you got a holding call that cost your team a game, or you dropped a touchdown in a playoff game that cost your team a game. So I feel pretty good about that. And So kudos to Mike for believing me because I said, Mike, I didn't hold him. And you look at the screen, I didn't hold him. I didn't have my hands outside. My hands was inside. But hey, you know how they do? They turn into to an official because they couldn't get out the block, and he did like this. And the official threw the flag. Mike called it again. said, so run it again. Yeah, he, oh, oh, he so, oh, he sold it. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, he oh, he did. He, he did. Sold it. didn't beat on you, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a. Uh, as a matter of fact, he let, the next year he became my teammate, Seth Oh, uh, Okay. He was, he was in Green Bay. He was in Green Bay at the time. We beat him. He came over there. Uh, 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 he came to us in '98. He won a Super Bowl with us, and I think that was his last year. He retired after that. Okay.